all right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me always is my co-host, Sean the Irishman King. Hey everybody, how's it going? Sean, so this, this, I feel a little ashamed, a little embarrassed right now. I'm embarrassed. I'm not a little bit, I'm really, I'm really embarrassed. It's embarrassing. But today we are doing the long-awaited, long-overdue review of Avengers Infinity War. Do you realize that they just announced that this will be out on Blu-ray next month? Yeah, that's crazy. That's fucking insane, dude. Maybe we we should just wait. (laughs) I I was thinking that. We should just just wait for it. Just wait for it to come out on Blu-ray. Everybody will have seen it by then. And then everybody would know. But no, we're going to do this review, man. We've had a few people ask us, the few fans that we do have, they've asked us why we haven't done this review. So for those six people, this, <laughs> this, this is for you. This, is, this episode is dedicated <laughs> to those six fans. This is for you. This is for you. So let's, let's go ahead and make this happen. We're going to dive right into this because, as you know, the movie's been out for a long time. I want to start off, man. So this movie so far for his box office run, which is obviously coming to an end because it's going to be on Blu-ray pretty soon. Do you realize that it has made over $2 billion worldwide? That's crazy. Insane, dude. I think the previous record for a Marvel movie was like, I want to say like the first or second Avengers maybe made like a billion and a half. So like to crack 2 billion, like it's, it's nuts. Like, I can't imagine the kind of numbers that the second one's going to do. Like, do you remember what uh, Black Panther did? Black Panther came very, very close to a billion, I think. I think it was at like 900 million worldwide. Uh, I could always look that up. Yeah, I think it was real, real close. Something like that. Dude, yeah, this movie. I mean, did you expect any less? I knew it was going to do a billion dollars. There was no doubt in my mind that it was going to do a billion dollars. But two, whew. Yeah, I don't know if I expected it to do two billion. That's that's insane. Oh, you know, I, it just it just reminded me. You know what I didn't tell you? What's that? So when I saw this movie, I saw it in Grenada, right? Right. Um, they started to show Black Panther, like they made a mistake, and we watched like the first five minutes of Black Panther. And I kid you not, I was the only one in the theater. Like, wait a minute, guys! And I'm like looking around, and I, I'm whispering to these. I'm like, this is Black Panther. <laughs> you didn't tell me that. That's funny. Yeah. How you, how you gonna keep that story for me this whole uh, time? Were you saving it for this? Is that what it was? Yeah, originally I was. Ah, oh, jeez. Um, yeah, it was funny because like at first you have that like that shimmer of doubt too. Yeah, you're like, wait a second. Like, does this really start this way? Like seems so familiar because they, they they start doing like the story of wakanda and everything i'm like you know Wakanda's gonna be in this movie i know it's not like the main <laughs> and then like, so after like the first minute i'm like no no this is this is black panther what is going on and then i'm like looking in my pockets i'm like did, did i go into the wrong movie theater <laughs> so what happened like did the did somebody correct it did they just stop i it? think they, i think they caught it themselves and they stopped it and they they put the right movie on oh that's crazy as someone in the back was like oh shit <laughs> 
I'm about to say, I would have got up and I would have just raised my hand in the theater like, hey, guy behind the glass, this isn't this isn't the right movie. Oh, jeez. So Black Panther actually made $1.3 billion. So it cracked a billion, which I expected. I, the way it was trending when it came out, dude, and we talked about that in our review, it, it brought out a whole new audience to Marvel movies that had probably previously never been. So yeah. it, it makes sense. And it... To be honest, it it helped a lot with Infinity War because I know people who, again, I know people who Black Panther was their first, the first Marvel movie they had seen, and they only went to go see Infinity War because they liked Black Panther so much. It was like, oh, he's gonna be in this next one. I gotta see that one too. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so that's that's crazy. But yeah, dude, so much money the MCU is making, so much money. But yeah, so let's hop into it, man. So first off, the opening scene, right? Not the Black Panther opening scene, the actual <laughs> Infinity War opening scene with the the big Thanos speech, the I know what it's like to lose speech. What did you think? I liked it. I mean, I don't got any strong feelings one way or the other. I mean, no. it was... Dude, that was, speech was incredible to me. It gave me chills. <laughs> Although, so that was a part of the speech that they showed in the trailers originally. And you remember my favorite part from the trailers where he laughs? Yeah. Wasn't in the movie. Yeah, I know. I, I was upset. That. I was like, where the fuck is this line at? Like, this is the speech. It's the same speech. <laughs> I know what it's like to lose, to hope so right, that, to want so badly to be right, but then to fail all the same. Destiny still arrives. I'm like, where's the laugh? Where, Where is it? What's going on? Oh, man. So they tricked me. Fuck those guys. Fuck the Russo brothers. They tricked me. It happens. Yeah, it does. No, it, it was it was actually a lot of stuff in the trailer that didn't show up yeah. in the movie. So, I mean, they did that on purpose, right? They wanted to deceive us. They didn't want to spoil too much, which made sense. They put out all types of campaigns on, like, don't spoil the movie. They wrote a letter <laughs> and everything, which was intense. But no, dude, I, I really like the opening scene. Did you Do you wish that we would have saw the fight between, like, Thanos and his, like, children um, and, like, the Asgardians? Do you think that would have been an interesting fight? Yeah, because, I mean, Asgardians are warriors, right? So you'd think it would be a pretty awesome fight. Although at that point, they had been beaten down pretty bad after, you know, the last Thor movie. Like, yeah. It I'm trying like, to think, wasn't it, it was like mostly women and children at that point. Yeah, I mean, they are. Like, so it, it that movie made it seem like even the, like, I guess the peasants, for lack of a better word, or even the peasants were, like, still warriors. But they yeah. obviously weren't, like elite you know what i mean it was just kind of more like they just grew up in this warrior society so they learned how to fight but they weren't like any a part of the elite warriors of the so i i could have i could see how they could be beaten down fairly easily especially since thanos already had the space stone although the most he could have did with that was just like open a hole in the floor and just send everybody into space yeah, I mean, you know, overall, not to jump ahead here, Thanos and, like, his ability to fight, I mean, we see it, like, in that opening scene. Well, yeah, I was going to talk about that. That's what was going to be that's, next, the that's Thanos versus the Hulk. So, yeah. the Hulk. I think in that opening scene, especially Thor coming right off of, like, I don't need a hammer. Yeah. I think I wanted to see Thor do more. And it, it, it seemed to me that we went from a movie with Thor not needing the hammer, not needing a weapon, though, you know, he is a weapon, to getting its ass beat by Thanos, to 
immediately need another yeah. weapon. It, yeah, been like, it's like two days later, but I need a weapon again. That's true, man. It was like, yeah, this immediately follows. It yeah. is like two days later. He's like, nah, I gotta. It's a pretty nice hammer. I gotta go get another <laughs> one. <laughs> well, it's an axe technically, but yeah, I, I I need it. It's the god killing kind. It's like. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Wow, look at you, man. Good stuff. Even your <laughs> analyzation skills. That's a good point, dude. Um, but what did you think between Thanos and the fight with the Hulk? I'll be honest. I feel like with the comic book knowledge that I have, right, and like the, the comics I have read, the, the articles about comics that I've read, I think I was expecting more out of the Hulk in that fight. True. Um, like it was like, so on the flip side, yeah, it's cool to see the fact that Thanos just like, I don't even need a stone. And like, you know, his, his general guy or whatever his name is, he's like, nah, nah, let him have some fun. And like, he just beats the shit out of like arguably one of the most strongest Avengers there, there is. So, um, so I, it was cool to see like, okay, yeah, this is like a real threat right here. And then at the same time I was like, Come on, Hulk. Yeah, no, nah, you're right. I mean, because we had just seen the Hulk, again, coming off of Ragnarok, we had just seen the Hulk, like, be a warrior, right? He wasn't just, he wasn't the same Hulk that he was in the first Avengers and in the second Avengers where he's just, like, this rage monster and he's just, like, just doing whatever, right? He he had a little more control. Like, he he learned some skills like we saw from from Ragnarok that he actually trained like it wasn't just like a I'm just beating the shit out like I'm just stomping whatever I can stomp and throwing as many like he he was obviously like learning some actual combat skills but I guess that was how to how they displayed Thanos's power because Thanos didn't just beat him like he strategically punched the shit out of him like the first blow was like to the Hulk's throat and it was like <laughs> what the fuck like he just punched him in the throat and then he just proceeded to like like go into like this boxer style of like he's like spinning him around and hitting him in the kidney and just like (laughs) it was insane dude the way he just like beat him up like that it was like wow so i guess that was like their way of demonstrating like how powerful Thanos actually is even without a stone i mean kevin feige had stated previously in an interview that we would find out why Thanos was going to be the baddest villain in like the first 10 minutes of the movie. And I mean, he didn't lie. Like, yeah, he, he definitely lived up to that promise. He beat the shit out of the Hulk and then he killed Loki, which is next. Did you feel some type of way about that? I was sad. Were you? I mean, I was like, I think more so for me, I was just kind of like, all right, that's a, I mean, you're only in the movie for like a total of four minutes, but that was a good send off like cuz he's dead like i don't i don't think he's I coming agree. back he's, he's, he's gone he's gone um i don't think he's going to be one one of the ones they bring back he's he's definitely dead but and I, and I think that's my thing that's why it's sad because in terms of villains that they've had in the marvel universe i mean we did that episode about villains he's he's one of the better ones true but at this point cuz you still consider him a villain i i feel like he was more of an anti-hero kind of, kind of. Like he, I mean, he didn't really, he always had an alternate agenda to do evil, but in the process, he would kind of do something to help. And it did seem like overall, like even though he wanted to rule Asgard, it wasn't, he didn't, he didn't just want to rule it to cause chaos. Like he wanted to rule it. He just wanted to be under his idea of the best way to rule Asgard. 
Because even when he was disguised as um, Odin, like, he wasn't doing shit. He was sitting around watching plays. Like, it wasn't Eating like he grapes was just, and shit. Yeah, he wasn't just, like, causing chaos or mischief, right? He was... Oh, he also says that. He calls himself the god of mischief for the first time. I was like, ah, nice. <laughs> I liked his little, his little um, kind of like farewell speech, right? He says like, I, Loki of Asgard, the god of mischief, Odin's son. And he like looks at Thor and it's like, he finally claimed Odin as like his real father and stuff like that. I was like, you know what? That's, so if anything, that was, I was like, you know what? That was a good send off. But it, it was like, damn, like he's, he's gone. Like. And he we're tried gonna, to go out, like taking Thanos see him down. in any more movies. Yeah, that sucks, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we talked before about this, about going in. I wanted to see some deaths, and I didn't want to be some, like, bitch-ass, you know, not big character. Right. right. Some minor character that killed off. I wanted deaths that would matter. True. I think Loki qualifies as I, a I death I definitely think matters. he's on that list. Um, Heimdall... Not as much. I mean, for a lot sad. of people, yeah, for happened. a lot of people, he is a pretty beloved character. Like he's never had a huge role in these movies, but people do really like him. And Idris Elba, you know, does a good job at the role, especially after again after Ragnarok. Like we kind of saw another side of him. But yeah, he just murdered him. He's like yeah. that was a mistake. Stab. You're dead. Like jeez. Like just not even like a cool fight for him to go out. Yeah, and just, was just psh, done. Um, and he fucking stabs Loki and it's, or snaps Loki's neck and you're like, geez, okay. This, <laughs> this guy isn't fucking around. Then he gets the power stone, right? And he blows up the ship. Takes us to Earth, right? Um, which kind of knocks us into like the big action scenes. With So previously to this movie, I, I felt that Civil War had the best action scenes of all the MCU movies. That airport scene, dude, is still, like, in my mind, a staple of what superhero action scenes should be. Like, it is incredible. But the scenes in this movie were pretty fucking solid, bro. Like, would you agree? No, I disagree. I mean, I don't know. They, they they were entertaining. But all the f- fights had a different agenda than simply let me just take you down. What do you mean? So let, let's, let's run through. I guess uh, with the exception of the Hulk. The fight with Thanos and Hulk was just let me take you down. Yeah, the point of that was just to be like, here's Thanos. Here's what he can do. He can beat the shit out of who we previously thought was the strongest person, the strongest Avenger, right? Because he already had Thor's head in his hands ready to smush it. And then he just was like, yeah, no, I'm not worried about this big green dude. Fuck that guy. Right. Okay, so cut to, right? So the next fight scene, correct me if I'm wrong, because you've seen it more than I have, and I'm going off memory from a while here, is the fight for the Time Stone um, in New York. Right. We got Doctor Strange, we got Iron Man, we got not the Hulk. Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. Doesn't do anything. And then we got Wong. We got Wong, and then we got Spider-Man. Yeah, he comes in later. Yeah. So this fight scene is not about taking each other down. This is keep away with the Time Stone. That's true. And you can, every fight we've had is 
and either keep away or protect this person, not take these people down. I mean, later on, the the fight where I'm going to call Team A, we got Team A and Team B, right? So Team A is Tony Stark's team. This is jumping ahead, but that fight scene was get the Infinity Stones away from Thanos, not take Thanos down. Not you mean like not murder him? Not murder him. Okay. I mean even even knock him out really. The whole fight scene was don't let him close his hand, get the gauntlet off his hand. Yeah, that's true. So you feel as though uh, the action, the fight scenes, I guess, didn't have like a not as much levity to him because it's not like a definitive like end to it. It's just yeah, kind of like it was a, a whole bunch of keep away or get it. Yeah, nah. versus like a I'm, I'm out to take kill you. Down. you. Yeah, that's, that's I can't let you kill me. Yeah, I I can see that. I mean, but how many times have we had a fight like that in the MCU? The 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 one that immediately comes to mind, I guess, would be like the Winter Soldier, right? Because in that movie, the Winter Soldier was like, yeah, I don't care about murdering you. I don't remember you. To me, you're just the guy that's in my way, Captain America. So if I got to kill you, I got to kill you. And Captain America was more like, yeah, I can't let this guy kill me, but I don't necessarily want to kill you, but I can't let you kill me. <laughs> so, I mean, other than that, a lot of it has just been kind of like, stop him. Don't kill him. Just slow him down. That's a good point. That's true. But I think it's still, it's stop him, not get this item from him. Okay. I'm still trying to knock you out, not trying to just take something from you and then get that something and then get the fuck away from you. So in terms of like the meaning behind the fights, you feel like they weren't all that. Yeah. What about the fights themselves? Like the choreography of it, like the, they were the good. Moves, I mean, the sorry. Cool stuff. So back to the, the, the New York fight, right? I liked everything that Spider-Man did. I liked everything that Tony Stark did. He was his normal, you know, funny ass self. Yeah. What'd you think of his new suit? I liked the it. nanotech. Awesome. I was like, yeah. Cause <laughs> I mean, those are those theories before going into that's what we're going to see. And yeah. that's why he's got the thing in his chest. And I was like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. I actually whispered to Denise. That's what that was before it happened. Because she was the like, nanotech. she was like, why is that in his chest? And I was like, you just wait. It's the nanotech. Um, She's probably like, what the fuck is that? I kind of really want to see Doctor Strange bring it. And I don't feel like he did, at least in that fight. Not in that fight. But later on, you see him do some wild shit. I, you know what? Doctor Strange actually, to me, was one of the standouts in terms of like action scenes in this movie. Because like when he's, when he's battling Thanos by himself, like he does some pretty cool shit. I was like, this dude, and like to see him hold his own against somebody who has four infinity, or do you have four at that point or five? How many stones are there? There's five, There's five right? stones. He, he had, had four. No, no, no. He no. had three. There's six stones. He had four because he, needed, he still needed the time and the mind stone. There's mind. Yes. There's six stones. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he still needed the time and the mind stone at that point. And you see just Doctor Strange just kind of like turning shit into butterflies and like <laughs> mirror dimension wall. And like, I was just like fucking made a 18,000 of themselves. I was like, this is okay, D. All right. All right. <laughs> Turn it up on him. I see you, man. Good, good stuff. Dude, every, I think that's what I like the most about the action scenes in this movie is that you kind of see everybody on a different level. You know what I mean? Like 
everybody turned it up two notches. Like it's like, yeah, we've seen cat like we've seen Captain America do some pretty cool shit, but like everybody just kind of turned it up. You know what I mean? Like right. Doctor Strange was on a whole nother level than he was in his movie. Like even Iron Man, who we've seen have a Hulkbuster already. Like we've seen him in like so many different suits. Now has a nanotech where he can make anything. Like he took down that big dude was just like, like done. <laughs> like, you know, it was like, dude, like this is crazy. I mean, there was a couple people who didn't do as much like vision vision. Do He was a little disappointing. He, he didn't do shit. Yeah. He, Remember how he was in Age of Ultron? Everybody was like almost scared of him because yeah. he was like so powerful. He didn't do shit. That's true. He didn't do much. Thor, I mean, we saw Thor kind of, we just saw him with his new weapon. Like it wasn't right. anything like new. It was just kind of like, yeah, he's got his new hammer or his new axe or whatever. That's pretty cool. But like, yeah, Doctor Strange, Iron Man, Spider-Man, um, even the Guardians, dude, like even Star-Lord to me was like, like when they, when the, the scene where like they, the Guardians run into Tony Stark's team on Titan and like they're, they're, they have that short battle. I'm like, like Star-Lord was like really going in with like Iron Man. And at that point it was like a for real fight. Like it wasn't really, I mean, like, I don't know if they were out to kill each other, but they were definitely out to like, be like, Hey, you have Gamora. We think you're with Thanos. Like this was right. for real. And like Star-Lord in no suit, just his mask and his jet boots and his guns was like, like <laughs> kind of going toe to toe. I'm like, dude, this is crazy. So I think everybody kind of Scarlet Witch did a lot of cool shit. I feel like she did it too late. She did. She should have been doing cool shit the whole time. Yeah, we we saw her put up her shield against Thanos, which was pretty impressive. While she was still destroying the, right. the stone, I was like, wow, okay, that's pretty cool. So oh, while, we're, yeah. while we're talking about these action scenes, do you feel... No, actually, let me ask you a question first, because I'm, I'm just blanking on it right now. Uh, what are the names of Thanos' um, generals? Uh, okay. Uh, like the overall name. You don't have to name them. I'm going to give it my best shot. You got Ebony Maw, Corvus Glaive, Proxima Midnight, and I always forget the last one's name. It's the big guy. So uh, Ebony Maw is the sorcerer one, the, the Squidward-looking one. Corvus Glaive is the other one, the one with the glaive, <laughs> right? Um, Proxima Midnight is the female. And then the the fourth one, I I always I I can't remember his name, but he's the big dude. Do you feel like they were taken down a little bit easier than they should have been? I think they served their purpose. I I wasn't expecting like I was expecting more out of. Them. I wasn't. I think they. I mean, I mean, I, they did think- some things like you know, like the especially like the sorcerer one. Like he proved that he was as good of if not a little bit better at the time of a sorcerer as Dr. Strange, which was pretty impressive. And it was yeah, cool to see like there's how, other how sorcerers out down? there. They blast him into space. Yeah. They just yeah. Put a you hole know what? None of them was just, the way they took down all of them. None of them was like a pure, just like overpower, like just take you down type of thing. They were all like strategically like, here's our opening. Let's take advantage. Right. They blew the one in the space. The other one, it was kind of luck because basically uh, Bruce Banner rocketed him into the Wakanda shield 
and him just pressing up against it long enough just kind of blew him up. Um, the one chick, they just threw her into the big spinny thing, and that murdered her. And then the other one, uh, Vision stabbed through the chest, which was, that was good because it was like, it was payback for him stabbing yeah. him through the chest. So it was more of like a opportunistic thing. So yeah, I mean, they did go down kind of easily, but at the same time, I guess I looked at it as like, none of it was just pure, like we just overpowered them and took them down. It was more like we saw the opportunity and we just outsmarted them. You know what I mean? So yeah. in that sense, it was a little satisfying. But again, I didn't go in expecting that much from them. I was just kind of like, okay, here's here's some people they got to fight. <laughs> and, you know, in, in, in contrast to like Thanos, like they're nobodies. It's just, they just... Even he didn't care about him. He was like, "Oh, I guess, uh, I guess Ma's dead." Okay. Well, he accomplished his goal. You're here with the time stone, so guess I'm about to take this from you. You know, like he he didn't give a shit. Like he was like, oh, "Okay, cool." Um. So yeah, but overall, man, I like the action scenes. What was your favorite? The scene where Captain America and Black Panther ran ahead of everybody yeah. in Wakanda and just started beating so, everybody dude, up. Dude, such a simple moment, but that <laughs> that that scene got me so hyped. Yeah, to see, like, all the Wakandas running and you just see them both just, like... And, I mean, again, we've seen it before. We saw it in Civil War when they were running through the highway, but, like, that was just, like... <laughs> yes! <laughs> me and the guy in the theater next to me were both just, like, let's go! Let's do it! Let's go! Yes! Oh, it was so great, man. So what was so we had a lot of team ups in this movie, which I thought was also cool. We saw some people work together that we've never seen before. And they did some pretty cool things. What was your favorite team up between some of the characters? I don't know if I have a favorite. I mean, can we count can we count the Captain America and Black, Black Panther? Panther? Yeah. I mean they, I'd probably they, say that one. I mean, so we got that and then we got the the Guardians of the Galaxy with Captain America and Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. And then the other team up is just the rest of the characters, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. and then you could say Rocket, Groot, and Thor. See, I like some of the smaller team ups. Like one of my one of the cooler moments for me was seeing Rocket Raccoon and the Winter Soldier together. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, that, that was, was a really cool. interesting team up. Like he picks them up and they like <laughs> he has the gun in one arm and rocket in the other and he just like spins around. And then the lines that follow, he's like, Hey, how much for the gun? He's like, Not for sale. How much for the arm? Not for sale. It's like I'm gonna get that arm. <laughs> I was just like, That's hilarious. Considering you just pulled an eye out of your butthole and gave it to Thor. So that was pretty <laughs> That was the other thing, man. They just like yeah, he, he didn't have an eye for all of like two days, and it was like, I know. And hey, get, man, here's a, like, here's an undo eye. Undo everything we just did. Pretty that much. Last Jeez. It's like here's here's an eye for you, big guy. Go ahead and take care of that. You, yeah. you, you're gonna need both of them to fight Thanos. So <laughs> here you go. So that was like okay, but they did trick us in the trailers because in the trailer, when he's the scene where he's like has having to open the the gate for the star to blast him or whatever. He still has his eye patch on, but in the movie he didn't. Yeah. So I was like, ah, look at you guys not spoiling <laughs> stuff. Good shit, man. Do you think so, you know, we had all these team ups, we had all these characters working together that we never seen. Do you do you think they did a good job of balancing the different scenes and the different characters? I mean, we got 10 years worth of Marvel movies in this one movie. 
We got, what did they say, over like 30-something main characters all working together. Like, so do you do you feel like it was balanced well? Do you feel like characters who should have got more of the spotlight got more of it? Or do you feel like there were some who should have got more but didn't? I think balance was not a problem in this movie. No. I think they did a very, very good job. Um I mean, even just the, I mean, maybe that's, that's the one part that I thought was a little far-fetched is the, the just running into each other. Like the guardians of the galaxy just so happens to be where Thor's floating to through space and lands on the ship. Like what are the odds of that happening? Yeah. The fact that, um, they came to New York and New York just happens to be the same spot where Spider-Man and Dr. Strange and Tony Stark are all at, at the same exact time. Um, wow. So there's this parts like that that are a little bit far fetched, but I mean, in terms of like them mixing well with each other, I think they did a good job. They, and they did a good job making it humorous too. Like there was a lot of funny interactions. Um, I mean, particularly with star Lord and Thor, they had a lot of funny interactions yeah. and, um, they had the one scene that they had in the commercial where like with um, Iron Man and Star-Lord and being like, that's a good plan, but what's the line? Do you remember what it is? Yeah, he's uh, he's like, that's a good plan, but the problem is it sucks. So I'm just <laughs> letting me come up with a plan and maybe it'd be a good plan. So yeah. Something like that. So, I mean, they had a lot of like, you know, funny little yeah things like that throughout the movie. Do you feel like it was well balanced with the humor? Because that... I think we talked about that previously. We were slightly worried about that. We were worried that between like Doctor Strange, Iron Man, Star Lord, just the Guardians in general, it might be too too much when this is supposed to be a very serious movie. Do you feel like the humor was too much, or because I thought it was a good balance? Like I, I ne- at no point did I feel like there. I feel like each joke at least had, for the most part, right had a purpose like even the plan joke right the reason why star lord says that is because yeah it's a serious moment they're trying to figure out how the fuck to take down thanos but star lord's whole thing is like yeah dude we don't like my team like we don't make plans like that's not what we do <laughs> we improvise and improvising has worked for us that's that's how we always done things and that's how we've won every battle is because we don't have a plan so we don't have to worry about a plan being ruined like we just we wing it you know that's what we do so like Iron Man, who's trying to come up come up with like this calculated strategy, Star Lord's like, yeah, dude, that that's not gonna work. That's, that's not gonna work <laughs> with us. I'm sorry, it's just not how we do things. So I think even that joke like had a purpose. And then like with I was worried too with like Doctor Strange because in his movie, like a lot of people are like, well, he's just he was almost a copy of Tony Stark, right? He was this is arrogant dude who like becomes humbled and blah blah blah, like, very quippy, right? But I love their dynamic. Doctor Strange was just like, you're a douchebag. Like, I don't know the <laughs> fuck you think you are, but I don't take orders from you. Like, I like how they put Doctor Strange on a more serious level where he's just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not about these jokes and stuff anymore. Like, I have a real, like, important role to play in the universe. Like, yeah. this isn't time for joking. So I like that. You think the humor was, was, was good? Yeah. I mean, I laughed a lot in a lot of different spots, so... I know, like, I think I'm the one that brought up that concern before, and I'm not even that worried about it. For sure. And another part of this. All right, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, so yeah, the humor was good. 
I like the team ups. Overall, man, it was a it was a solid movie. But here's the big point. This is and this is probably what we're really gonna dive into. We did an episode about it before, right? Thanos. Did he did he live up to the expectation? Right? Was he was he the villain? Because we, we, we did a whole episode about this one. Did he live up to your expectation? Like, was he the villain you wanted him to be? Or did he fall short for you? He fell a little short. He was right. close. Okay. The only complaint that I would have about Thanos as, as a character in general is I kind of wanted him to be scary, fearful. Like, this big bad is coming up, and I wanted like to feel like, oh, shit. Like, okay. I didn't get that at all. Um, but other than that, I mean, he he was a big enough bad. Like they said, they like we said, he took down the Hulk in the beginning to show, like, yeah, this is a guy to be reckoned with. Um, and he doesn't, he didn't at any point seem like he was like in a in a position where he was scared himself. You know what I mean? Like he had a very nonchalant way of going around. Like you guys aren't gonna be able to take me out. Like. Yeah, you're, you're nothing to me. That's true. He did kind of have that attitude. Um, I mean, like the one scene where Gomorrah is trying to like stab herself, and then he just made a bubbles. So like, I just like, yeah, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, one of my one of my favorite scenes from him was when he uh he tells Star Lord to go ahead and shoot her, and he's like, do it, and he's like, come on, man, just do it. And then you <laughs> see Star Lord pull the trigger, and it's just bubbles. And right before Thanos leaves, he's like, I like him. And he like leaves. I'm like, this guy's is the worst. He's he's so <laughs> terrible. But yeah, man, I he he lived up to the expectation for me. I like Thanos a lot as a villain. Now, I I think I think he he did a good job of displaying his power. How he was like he wouldn't stop at anything to achieve his goals. You know what I mean? I, I think that he did have some moments where I mean I. I didn't, I, you know, I wasn't like completely like, oh, poor him, you know, like when he had to kill Gamora, he was shedding tears and all that stuff. But the way those scenes were delivered and the lines were delivered, I think it, Josh Brolin did a good job. You know what I mean? So I, not only that, but like he looked amazing. Like at no point did I think to myself, he's not there. You know what I mean? <laughs> like his, his children Right. There were a couple like moments where it's like, okay, that's clearly very CGI-ish, right? But for Thanos, like, I always believed he was there. Like it, <laughs> when he choked Loki out, I was like, Yeah, there's a there's a hand around his neck right now. Like it was really, really good. But do you agree with his motivations though? No. Right. So we'll run through here here's his plan real quick, right? In a nutshell. His idea is that eventually, not eventually, it's already at this point where there's too much, there's too many beings in the universe and there's not enough resources for all of these beings. So eventually the resources will run out and all these populations will either die off or they will die off and in the process everything will turn to chaos, right? So his idea is if I collect all of these stones and I eliminate half the population in the universe, that means that in turn, they have twice as many resources as they had previously. 
and now everybody can flourish, the people that are left. And I mean, you know, it's not, they do somewhat of a good job to make it seem like it's not just like a, he's not just like a maniac, right? He's not just like a lunatic who's just out to do this, right? He, he witnessed it happen on his planet. He pitched the same idea. It didn't work out. He survived. You know, he, he was just like, it doesn't, I'm not saying kill all the rich people or kill all the poor people. I'm saying just make it random. Just, there has to be no like selection to it. Just randomly take out half the population and let half the population thrive. We see that he's been basically experimenting on smaller scales. Like that's how he, um, that's how he ended up with Gamora because he did that on her planet. He just separated the population into two groups and then one side, he just wiped them all out and the other side he let live and apparently her planet flourished. So, you know, like I said, they do somewhat of a good job making him not seem like a lunatic, but in reality, he's a fucking lunatic. Like, he is a yeah, man. No, he's type. insane. Yeah, he's insane. Um, and then that's why like, we, we've talked about before about what makes a good villain and the good villains, if you can kind of see his side of it and you can right. feel for it. I didn't at any point feel that way with Thanos, but I, I kind of, I mean, it, it's hard to do thanos in this mcu universe just That's true. because i mean he's different in the comics not that i've read a lot about thanos in comics but he, thanos just craves death like he's literally in love with lady death right and he's he you can correct me if i'm wrong on this at any point but he kills people just for her yep yeah so in the the story infinity gauntlet which is what this is loosely based off of right the the same kind of idea applies he gets all of the infinity stones he assembles all in a gauntlet and he kills half the universe by snapping his fingers in the comic books he did it to impress death the embodiment of death which is a female that he is in love with he thinks if i murder half the population she will love me because she is death right i'll show her that i am devoted to her and what she does basically um, so that's why he does it. So no, that yeah, you can't do 100% that. wouldn't have translated to the, <laughs> to the movie. Like people would have been like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Right. So if um, I'm sitting here and like, I can't do the comic book story version of it, what am I going to do to make Thanos be motivated to wipe out half the population? Well, what's the big thing that a lot of people talk about in the middle of resources? Yeah, and it's happening here. It could be happening in the whole universe, so it, we can go that route. Yeah. I mean, it, it, in real life, it is happening, right? It is a real-life issue. There are certain parts of the world where there's more people than there are resources, and those parts of the world are struggling. So it's not a super far-fetched idea, but just the solution to the idea that he's come up with is the part that Sorry. makes him insane, right? Sorry. It's just, It's like, what? Like, why would you... What? I mean, if you're going to kill half the population, you could just let the resources run out and half the population would probably die off anyways. And there's nothing to say necessarily that like the resource would run out and then everybody's going to die. That's true. Because there's going to be, people are going to be innovative. They're going to find new resources. Right. Yeah. And that, so, yeah. So, but, you know, at the same time, again, I give the writers of this movie credit because in terms of, because that was, I was wondering that the whole time. Like I knew they weren't going to adopt the comic book reason for him doing it. So the idea was what is going to motivate Thanos to want to do that besides 
just being a madman and wanting to like rule the galaxy because that was never his plan. He doesn't want to rule. Like he's not like I'm I'm going to rule the galaxy once I wipe out half the population. His idea is I'm going to make this happen and when it does happen, I'm going to know that I'm the one responsible for doing it and I'm the reason why our universe is now flourishing and I'm just going to rest. Right? That's what he literally says like I'm going to smile on a grateful universe and I'm going to rest. He's not like I'm going to go out and conquer it. Like it, right. he's done with that, right? That's he had only been conquering in the past to a test out his idea and b get the stone. So I think it's it's good that they gave the little bit of background of like he this isn't the first time he's had this idea. He had it on his home world. His home world, you know, eventually went into chaos and ruins. He tried it on a different planet and it worked. And we don't know. We only saw him do it on one. We don't know how many other planets he might have done this on. So it's like, again, they took a relatively far-fetched and otherwise insane, like, idea. And at least kind of brought some, um, I guess, reality to it, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was, for in that way, I was like, okay, sure. But, yeah, he's a fucking lunatic. (laughs) He's insane. Um, but no, I mean, but he stuck to his convictions, and I think that's what made him a good villain. Despite everything, he was just like, yeah, I got to do this. Like, this is this is my job. This is my responsibility. I'm the only one who has the will strong enough to make this happen, so it's, I have to be the one to do it. So Yeah. Um, so he does it. Snaps his fingers, <laughs> makes it happen. He does it with the left hand. I did it with my right because he's he's not left-handed, but the gauntlet is on his left hand. Um, he made it happen. Which the gauntlet that we saw in the end credit season of one of the Thor movies was a right-handed gauntlet. Was it? Yeah, I read an article about it. So the oh, fake one yeah. was a right-handed. Oh, he has the one that uh, Hela knocks over in Ragnarok, yeah. which is like fake. Why would he have a fake one of those? I don't know. They they got more explaining to do with that. Definitely. Now that I think about it, yeah, I'm not gonna get into that right now. We'll get into that later <laughs> point. Because why why do you have a fake? But the one at the end of what was Avengers two, when he goes into the thing and he's like, "Fine, yeah. I'll do it myself." That's a left handed one. But where did he have? Where was he keeping that? Because we know from the movie he went to the drawers to have it made. So where was he keeping that one? Was that did he just have it made and then just like put it away and just was waiting for the stones to come to him? See, that also doesn't make sense. Well, all right. So he Thor goes to the dwarves and like shit's all fucked up, right? And there's right. only one dwarf lair, and so that to me made it seem like this had just happened. Okay. Yeah. I guess technically we don't know that. That's I true. mean, who knows how long? Yeah. It, it could have been like that for months or it could have just happened. Yeah. We, we really don't know. But I guess he hadn't been there in a while. And from what we saw from the movie, a lot of people didn't even believe that that place actually existed. So it's not like, I think it was, and it probably was only a place the gods went to, like the gods of Asgard went to. Right. Because they only made godly weapons, it seems like. So... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, but we're going to get into into that later. So he snaps his fingers and then, boom, wipes out half the population. So we got to talk about the people that are gone versus the people that have stayed. 
Was there anybody that where you're like, shit, like, dag, why did he have to go? Who Whose death had the most impact on you? I feel like that's a two-part question. Because the people that died to, with the snap, to me, are not really dead. That's true. We know so, that. So let's state it right now. Who is really dead okay. to you? Who do you think is really dead? Because, you know, comic books, nothing's for sure. That's true. Heimdall. I think anybody who died before he got all the Infinity Stones is probably really dead. So it, it really doesn't leave very much. Heimdall. We talk about, I think, Loki's, Loki's probably dead. done. At first, I thought Gamora was gone for sure. But we, the Russo brothers have already said that the theory of basically she's trapped in the soul stone is true because the idea of when he went to get the soul stone was he had to trade a soul for a soul, I guess. Right. So he, he killed Gamora so that the soul stone could take her soul. And then he got the soul stone, I guess. Right. I don't, I don't Yeah. Um, so at first I so thought part she of me was wants really her, dead, but I don't think she I read is. that too. Part of me wants her to be really dead. Me too. Part of me wants her to be really dead. And it's not like she was like, I I wasn't like in tears over her death. You know, I wasn't yeah. like, oh my God, like this is, it wasn't like a super heavy <laughs> death, but it was just kind of like, that's a, she's a, a big enough character for them to have killed for real that made us be like, okay, this movie's no bullshit. You know what I mean? Right. So. All right, so then back to your question. So to me, like, like right away, I was like, okay, none of these people are really dead. And then, you know, afterwards, you kind of, there's the theory, and I kind of believe it, that all of them are probably just trapped in the soul stone. Do you think Vision's really dead? Probably not, right? They probably just revive him in some type of way. I mean, he's yeah, a machine, can you really kill Vision? Yeah. It's just, yeah, I mean, that's a whole, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, And you know what? If they bring him back and he doesn't have his memories, that's going to be annoying. So I hope they don't go that that's route. That's true. I mean, I, I it guess seems like that a very, would be a way of killing him, right? Yeah, that's a very CW way of going about things. Like, oh, he's back, but he's not really back. He's not the same person. Yeah, yeah, no, the, I don't want to see so that. He's really dead. Yeah. Um, so of the people that died with like the snap of the finger, I think the most impactful, especially after I watched the movie and I read about some things, one Spider-Man. Now, did you did you read? I don't know if this was confirmed or this was just a fan theory, but it seems like it fits really well. You know how Peter Parker goes to go, oh, I don't feel so well. Yeah, how it takes him longer to disappear versus some of the other people who go real quick. Right. So, yeah. did you read about this about how I his heard spider about sense is going insane because he had the sense that he knew already that he was about to die before it happened. Mm. I didn't read that. You didn't one, read actually. that one. What to me, I, that's crazy because you can imagine because that would like whenever yeah. you're in danger, his spider sense goes off. So that's true. Goes the into overload because he, he can't do anything. He's about to die. Yeah, that oof, that would be rough, dude. Right. That's why he didn't feel. Oh, that's why he doesn't feel. That's well. good. That's I was a like, good man. One. That's that's good. Yeah, that's a good one. No, what I had heard was, you know how some people. Well, it, I don't know how true it would be though, but you know how some people fade away almost instantly and others it takes kind of a while for them to go it seemed as though most of like more of the human people went almost automatically and some people were able to hold on a little bit longer like spider-man for example 
he didn't fade away as quickly. But like the Winter Soldier went to dust almost instantly, right? Right. Uh, the same thing with, um, I mean, Black Panther went away pretty quickly too. I think it was. I feel like or the like Star Lord went away. The only one that went slow was Spider Man. It kind of was. Now that I think about it, Doctor Strange held on for a little bit because he was able to tell Tony, yeah. like, "Hey, Tony, I'm sorry, but this was the only way." So he held on for a little bit. Spider Man held on for a little bit. Star Lord was gone pretty instantly. So was Mantis and Drax. Um, who on Earth went away? Falcon. Bucky. Groot. Groot. Groot hung on a little bit. He didn't he didn't go instantly. Here's the second one I was sad because I read that his last I am Groot is him saying dad. Dad to Rocket. Yeah. yeah. That's, so that's intense. Sad. I was like, oh man, that is sad. Um so he didn't go instantly. Yeah, I mean, so I guess that, that theory holds a little bit of truth, right? Some of the more stronger beings, I guess didn't fade away as quickly as like the human characters now did you think it was convenient because i thought it was convenient that the characters that survived were like the original, the original avengers? avengers of course yeah that, oh i mean God, that was oh a God. plan all along yeah i was like yeah okay i was like so we got iron man we got captain america there's bruce banner thor thor yeah i was like yeah okay i mean that that makes sense and we and we, also we now have winter soldier He's, he stayed, right? No, he was the first one to fade. We saw the Winter Soldier fade away first. No, sorry. I didn't mean Winter Soldier. I meant... Um, wow. War Machine? War Machine. Yeah, Thank he you. stayed. Falcon was gone. Um, Which I thought War Machine was going to go too. Yeah. The only, like, I guess extras we have are Nebula, who's the only one left with Iron Man on that planet, Rocket, I thought everybody on that planet was gone. Nope, just Tony Stark and Nebula were the only ones that survived. Well, man, I thought everybody except for Tony Stark was gone. No, nah, Nebula was left. Okay. Yeah, because she's the one who told him, like, yeah, he did it. Because, you know, they didn't know fully what was going on, but she knew. She was like, yeah, he he did it. Like, he won. It's like, all he, over now. Yeah, it's all over. Um, but, yeah, Scarlet. Are you sure? Um, Black Widow was left. She didn't go. I feel like Nebula. I'm positive, bro. How many times did you see the movie? Because I keep seeing. <laughs> I saw it three I kept times. Seeing those like memes about the next guy in the galaxy and just just like a raccoon because Rocket was the only one that survived. No, Nebula's still there. I'm googling it. <laughs> Google it. Give give it a googs, bro. I promise you, it's there. Um. So yeah, she was left. Black Widow was left. So yeah, all the original cast. We don't know what ha- happened to Hawkeye. Um, there's there's no secret that we're doing this after Ant Man's come out. We've already seen Ant Man. We know Ant Man's left because those were the only two we were unsure about was Ant Man and Hawkeye. So we know Ant Man's left. And I think what they're gonna do with Hawkeye is they pro- he probably lost all of his family, so that's why he's probably gonna be like, yeah, I gotta yeah, definitely. I gotta back up. Yeah, I can't let this shit just go down without me doing anything about it. So that's what I liked about um. Seen Ant Man. Not that this is gonna be our next episode, so I won't give too much away. But right. we saw Ant Man, and like my whole question to myself is, why isn't Ant Man and Hawkeye here? And then you get why Ant Man's not there because he went to house arrest because he has a family, and you could say the same thing about Hawkeye. True. So I mean, that's the one thing I liked. 
dude, she's, I promise you she survived. Nebula's still there. She's still there. Are you looking it up right now? I am looking it up. She's still there, dude. Um, but yeah, so we know Ant-Man's left. We know Hawkeye's left. The original Avengers. And then we got Rocket. You're right. Nebula. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, you're all right. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Nebula. So yeah, man. And then Nick Fury and Maria Hill are both gone. Right. But we he sent the message. Well, post credit scenes. <laughs> anyway, um, so Thanos won. Right. But yeah, no, I mean, the Spider Spider Man's death was like okay. I know a lot of people were feeling the type of way about Black Panther being gone because he was just had his own movie. Although Black Panther to me in this movie didn't do very much. No, not at all. It was just like he had his army, but other than that, like he didn't do a whole ton. Like he didn't have a standout role. Neither did Captain America for for that point. Yeah, I agree. Captain it was America it was a very Thanos centric movie, which. It should have been. I was happy about, but yeah, we some of the heroes definitely took a back seat, for sure. Uh, but he won, dude. And you know what? So to me, I mean, did you expect anything different though? Like what, I, him I expected winning? him to win, because this is supposed to tie in directly with the next movie. So when we first made our predictions, we predicted that he wouldn't get all six stones in this right, movie. That's true. That he would only get maybe half of them, and then that would be the first part. But he destroyed them in the process. And then the second one would be them rallying back together to stop him from getting like the final stones or whatever. That shit was not true at all. <laughs> we were very off. He got all of them and he fucking won. And you know what? To be honest, for me, that is what made this movie so stand out to me is that the villain won. Like, he won. There, he did literally what he said he was going to do. He told us he was going to collect all the stones. He did it. He told us he was going to destroy half the population. He did it. He even said that he was going to sit. He was going to smile at a sunrise on a graceful universe, grateful universe, and rest. And that's what the fuck he did. <laughs> he got out of his ship. He watched that sunrise. And he sat down and... Had the little grin, and I was just like, like a part of me literally wanted to applaud for him because I'm like, dude, you did it. Like I can't, <laughs> you suck. I I don't like that you did it, but you did it. Like I I can't even. Like wow, like you won, you won. Like I they didn't win. Like so I to me, and I know for some people that's what made them upset about this movie. But for me, that's what brought it together to see Thanos win, right? It, the he did it, and yeah. it, it, there was nothing we could say about it. It's not like, oh, you only did it because of this or because of this. No, his his determination and his convictions got him through every trial he needed to go through. He didn't let anything stand in his way, and he accomplished his goal. <laughs> he did it. Like, there's nothing more we start, can say. Start the slow clap for him. <laughs> yeah, like. He's a, he's a lunatic, but he he won. And yeah, there's nothing we could say. You got anything else before we get into some of our uh, close calls and stuff? Let me do my stupid moments. First. Okay, yeah, I know you said you wanted to to do this. So, all right, new segment on the show. Stupid moments. Sean's stupid moments. Let's make it happen. I like this. We should make this a thing. All right, I'm gonna build up to my 
the top one there. But the first one is I feel like Dr. Strange should have been so cocky with himself with the whole, all the time stones are going to be the safest with me. No, he should have done some magic ass shit and sent that stone the fuck away. Like Iron Man told him, why don't you put that bitch down on a garbage disposal and we just call it a day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Stupid moment number one. Okay. Freaking ridiculous. Stupid moment number two. Okay. We all realize the gravity of about what's going to happen when Thanos wins, right? Like everybody's on the same page. He's going to wipe off half the universe. Right. We're, We're the B team. Remember, I was saying we have Team A and Team B. Right. So we're on what? So we're B on team Earth. Is Cap's team. Cap's team. Earth team. B team. Earth team. Earth team and space team. All right. What are we gonna do? All right. We're gonna take the stone. We're gonna take it to Wakanda. Hundred percent there with you. Cool. One of the safest places on the planet. What do we? What do we not do? We don't inf- like get the rest of the world's army involved. <laughs> yeah. I you mean, know what? We got a. There's a couple hundred. You know, Wakandans here. I'll do it. I mean, no, we are no, all no. a warrior race, but you know, we we do have the most technologically advanced stuff on the planet, weapons on the planet. But you know what would help? A couple Freaking, of fucking fighter jets. Yeah, the rest of the world would help. Yeah. Get the U.S. involved. Get the get China involved. Get ready. Get everybody involved. You th- do you think the Wakandan shield could survive a nuclear attack? Maybe. That's actually, and this is part of that stupid moment. They should have left that shield up for as long as they possibly could. Not be like, you know what? They might break it on the other side. Let's just open it up and start this battle right They could have just the split bat. the army in half and be like, hey, half of you guys go yeah, wash the back and we'll just Yeah, they could have spread out or something. Could have. Nah, nah. We'll just open the front door for them. Give us less time. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, you're right. But, dude, if that shield could survive a nuclear attack, they could have just been like, hey, you guys want to just send a couple nukes this way? You know what I mean? Like that too. Cause I mean, in black Panther, he did, you know, they had the whole scene where he's like, you know, we're going to involve the rest of the world and stuff like that. We're not going to be like this secret society that doesn't share their technology and their resources with everybody. We're going to help the rest of the world. Hey world. Hey, um, you guys all got like 60 nukes, right? At the press of a button. (laughs) I'm going to give you some quick coordinates and just drop them bitches. Just send a couple of them my way. That could have helped. Dude, even if not, man, just more people in general would have helped. Yeah, that's true. But then, I mean, but then there's a the question of, well, I don't know, man. Because there could have been a question of, well, how many lives are we going to put at risk? You know what I mean? When we're trying to save all these people. But Right, you can say that. But the outcome that would happen... If they don't stop them, it's going to, you know, be way better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do you think the army could have... The whole world could have died. That's still better than the whole universe. Yeah. Do you think that a normal, like, soldier could have survived fighting one of those things? Yes. Do you? If you give them the right right weapons. I mean, Wakanda could have given them weapons. I mean... Iron Man was off planet, but Iron Man made fucking cool ass weapons. Like Shield had good weapons. That's true. They they have access to good weapons, yeah. but even a man standing here with a regular pistol shooting at whatever you want to call them, aliens or the whatever, space dog things, space dog things, would have slowed it down 
in turn giving them more time to get the stone out of Vision's head and let Wanda destroy it. That's true. Stupid moment number two. All right. I already have stupid moment number three. This might be one of your close calls. I can't remember. All right. But this man, Star-Lord. Okay, yeah, that is, that is a part of it. So we'll wait on that one. Okay. I like your points, though. We didn't talk about the post credit scene, which could also be attached to a stupid moment. Because, so the 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 end credit scene is is there? There's two, right? I'm blanking on them right now. It's been so long. I know. I remember one. One had the most effect. So the second one, I can't remember for some reason. Um, but the the one we're gonna talk about is the one where Nick Fury. Oh, presses right, the right. pager and we find out it's Captain Marvel, right? Number one, how do we even know she's she survived? Because Thanos destroyed half the population of the universe. Like she could have been one of those people who's gone. Number two, why the fuck did he wait until this moment to like what about this <laughs> moment made him decide, like, yeah, you know what? Let me let me go ahead and bring in this uh this space woman. So for people who don't know who Captain Marvel is, uh aka miss marvel she was miss marvel first she became captain marvel later i think for the sake of you know they're going with like the gender equality and all that stuff they're not going to call her miss marvel for the movie they're going to call her captain marvel which i'm completely on board with um but basically to sum her up she is a human being who got alien power so she has super strength she has the power of flight and she has the power of energy beams that she can blast from her hands. And I, when I say super strength, I mean like she could block a punch from the Hulk, right? That's that's how strong she is. She's no like she's not a pushover. She is literally super strength, right? And I guess in reality, she's gonna be like the first human. Well, no, we got Spider Man, but like you know how some people probably were people who didn't really know Spider-Man were probably surprised at how strong Spider-Man was when we first saw him in civil war. I imagine they're going to go the same route with captain Marvel. I imagine her power level will be greater than like Spider-Man's. So the way he was able to block that big ass hammer, I think she could have did it with one hand and still pushed it. Yeah. Back I think she's going to be crazy overpowered. Oh, she has to be, or else why would she be the last resort? Like what makes her the last resort? So I guess the idea is, because her movie that's coming out, there's going to be based in, I think, the 90s. So I guess the idea is that she's been in space this whole time, and that's why Nick Fury has that pager. But whatever. Yeah, they're supposed to do a young Nick Fury in there, too. Yeah, they are. Um, So I guess we're going to see her later. But that's that's to explain the post-credit scene. So we see him paging her. Number one, we don't know if she's still around. That's number one. Number two, like I said, why, why wait until you're about to turn to Ash to make this happen? But whatever. That was my problem, too, because, I mean, how many world threats have there been up to this point? But I honestly think that they are going to explain that in the Captain Marvel movie and why she couldn't be called when Loki, you know, attacked the world in the first Avengers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it it could go the route of, you know, like Doctor Strange's The Sorcerer Story, right? Because... We had a Sorcerer Supreme in the Ancient One previously for literally like centuries she's been around. But when the world was threatened by Loki and the world was threatened by, you know, Ultron, we didn't see any sorcerers pop up. But the idea was 
they left that work to the Avengers because to them they felt like they had a greater responsibility of protecting the world from supernatural threats like Dormammu. So I, maybe they're going to go the same route with Captain Marvel of she's like a, a space fighter, right? So while they're on Earth protecting them on the front, protecting Earth on Earth on the like on the front lines, ideally, right? She's in space protecting from potential threats. Or she could just be like a space crusader who just protects everybody, right? Other planets right. and stuff like that too. So I don't know. Oh, we'll see. I feel like they explain it that way, where she's just in space and not worrying about what happens on Earth. But she's like our space defense. I'm gonna be a little annoyed. <laughs> Why? That's just because when what if Loki succeeded in the first Avengers? That's the true. The fuck are you protecting? Yeah. I mean, yeah. technically, those are aliens, so she should have came back for that reason anyways. No, you're right. That's a good point. My, you're right. That's, <laughs> that is a good point. Jeez. I think that was the only post credit scene. Yeah, it was. Was it? Because I'm trying to think of when they saw young Gomorra. Was that a post credit scene? Nope. That was during the, oh, movie. That was during the movie. Yeah, that was the only post credit scene. Okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, man. I But I think that's all I got on the movie. I think it's time we're going to our close call. So... We, we decided to do something a little different for these close calls. Again, since the movie's been out for so long, right, we, um, a lot of people have, there's been a lot of, you know, we've had a lot of people who have come to us because they know that we, we talk about this stuff and they've asked us questions of stuff that didn't make sense in the movie or I've, you know, I've gone online and I've saw like some of the biggest like complaints about the movies and like plot holes and stuff that could have changed the movie very easily, right? Um, so I thought that we kind of run through those and see if we could give a reason maybe why it didn't happen that way, like kind of defend it. All right, challenge accepted. All right. <laughs> all right, so yeah, I got about, I think, what, six questions here or so. And not all of them are going to have super long answers, but some of them might. So we're just going to kind of go through that. Um, cool. Actually, you know, we'll start with this one though. We wanted to talk about the infinity stones themselves, right? Right. So which stone was the most powerful? Before that, I'm gonna quiz you. Okay. Alright. So we're gonna we're gonna give a brief history in this quiz of the infinity stones, what movies were they are in, what they do. Jeez, what movies they're in. Alright. So we'll start Space Stone. Okay, so the Space Stone. So the Space Stone was in Captain America, the first Captain America. So yep, the, the first, first Avenger. Um, its first appearance, though, I would be shocked if you get this. Do you know it? The, its first appearance. Its first appearance. Uh, it wasn't. It was. It appeared before that movie. Did it? Yeah. Where? In the post credit post credit scenes of Thor is the first appearance of it. Oh, See? I think I do remember that now. We won't deduct points for that, though. Jeez. That's, yeah, I didn't remember that. That would have been real impressive if you had gotten that. But yeah, the first major appearance was in um, the first Captain America and then obviously in the first Avengers, right? Um, so from, from what we see, the Space Stone basically just creates portals. You can just kind of instantly travel anywhere throughout space. It has no restrictions as to where you can go. Not time. So what's what space? Um, known as before they like know it's a the tesseract. The tesseract. Yeah. 
They do kind of all have other names for the most part, right. don't they? Yeah. Okay. What's what's next? Mindstone. The Mindstone that was first in. Actually, that m- technically it was first in the first Avengers. The Mindstone was in Loki's staff, but then it made a bigger appearance in Avengers Two. When that's when they found out it was the Mindstone. But basically, it seems like that one. So I guess it has whoever wields it has the power to control someone's mind as well as I guess it can bring it seems like the mind stone is the most um like technical of them because when they were analyzing it they said it seemed like an advanced artificial intelligence like an, a really really advanced computer system so it, it seems like that but I don't I don't know cuz it gave life to the vision too so I don't know so other than controlling Bonus minds, points. I don't know what else it would do. What did we see it do in the post credit scenes of The Winter Soldier? The fuck it's what? the mid credit scene. Of the Winter Soldier? Seriously? Of The Winter Soldier. I'll, oh, I'll give you a, a big clue here. All right. It um, ties in really well with what we see happen to certain people in Age of Ultron. Oh, 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 they used it to um, experiment on the twins, on Scarlet right. Witch and uh, what's his face? Quicksilver. Quicksilver. That's how they Quick got dead. the powers. Yeah. All right. Oh, I'm here, bro. Reality Stone. That one was in Thor the Dark Thor, the Dark World. Um, that one's like the most vague. It was called the <laughs> Ether. It was called yeah. the Ether. It was a, it's a liquid for some odd reason. I don't like I I don't under I don't really understand what that one does. I mean, it becomes more clear in Infinity War, but in that movie it didn't make sense. But I basically you can manipulate reality. I don't think you can actually alter it or change it, but you can like create projections or illusions or stuff like that. Like if you're about to die, I don't think you, you can, can stop yourself from dying. You can destroy the nine realms. Can you? Yeah, that's intense. Only when, yeah, because the 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 dark elf was gonna use it to create darkness everywhere when it was in this ether form or whatever. So when the dark realms converged, and the portal was open between all nine, he was gonna use it to spread through all nine realms and create eternal darkness. Wow, I wait, I know way too much about these movies. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, I guess, you know, and I, I should be asking, too. So, the before Thanos got it, where was the Soul Stone? The Soul Stone? Yeah, I got to go back because I didn't ask you. We got to, I want you to say where it ends up before Thanos gets it. We haven't got to the Soul Stone yet. Sorry, Space Stone, Space Stone. That was, Loki had it. Mind Stone. Um... It's in Vision's head. It's in Vision. Okay, so where was the Reality Stone? The Reality Stone was with the Collector. All right, now we're on to Power Stone. Boom. Power. That one was... Where did that one first appear? That one was in... Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's Guardians purple. Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Um, who had it? The Nova Corps had it. Which is kind of disappointing we didn't get to see Thanos destroy the Nova Corps because I think that would have been yeah. a pretty cool scene, but whatever. Um. <laughs> But yeah, the Nova Corps had it. That one arguably is the strongest because it literally just destroys stuff. Like we see the 
the Celestials like have it in their staff and they just tap the staff down and it literally destroys everything. And we see Thanos kind of close his fist and activate it and then it just destroys everything on the ship. So arguably that one's the most powerful. It can also shoot a beam. It seemed like a lot of them can just shoot beams. Yeah. That's a common <laughs> theme, I guess. You can shoot some kind of weird beam. Also, for some reason, that's the only one that if if you're not strong enough to wield it, you can't hold it alone. Right. That was the whole yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of crazy. All right. These next two are easy. I feel like you got past all the hard ones. Time Stone? Oh, uh, that's the Eye of Agamotto. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. It. Yeah. And Soul Stone. Uh, yeah, that was on, um, I forgot the name of the planet. Valmir, I think. Is that it? Uh, Is it Valmir? Yes. Boom. I'm a beast. Valmir. Yeah. And apparently the Red Skull was guarding it, which is. Which is a cool thing to do. It was. Did you like that appearance? I did. Because I I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting it at all. And a lot of people have been saying that out of all the villains, they wanted to see Red Skull come back. So I guess that was a nice little way for them to listen to the fans. It made sense, though, because the Space Stone blasted him off in the first Captain America. Right. We don't know where he ended up. Like, he didn't disintegrate. Like, it just sent him away. So I guess he was just went to that place and. All There's some more explaining that needs to be done there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Who gave him that job? Why yeah. can't he levitate now? Yeah. Does he only wear that cloak? Does he literally just sit there floating, waiting for somebody to show up? <laughs> Does he know people are going to show up? There's a lot of questions. Yep. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. All right. That's, that's all the stones. What stone would you, would you want if you could have one? Reality. Yeah, I think... You know what? I guess I don't fully understand because I think you were saying it has its limits. But I felt yeah, like if you had I, the reality stone, you can just fucking change whatever the hell you I want. don't think you I can. I feel like I could snap and your powers be taken away. See, I don't think that's how it works. Because, well, we've seen them. I think it works on a smaller scale, right? I don't think it works on a super grand scale. Because we see them turn like shit into bubbles, right? And we see them like. We see them turn Drax and Mantis into like spaghetti and blocks, but they don't stay that way. So either it only works in short periods of time, it only has a limited range of like, you have to be within a certain distance of the reality stone for that reality to stay, or it only creates illusions, right? Because we see him, we see him activate the reality stone to show what Titan used to look like, what his planet used to look like. But I don't think he, if he wanted to, he couldn't turn it back to what it used to be. Because if he could, why wouldn't he? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I, I think it does have its limits. I don't know. I think maybe out of all of them, I think I probably just want the space stone because then I could just go wherever I want it <laughs> in a blink of an eye. It's like, see you. What's up? <laughs> you know, like let's see what's going on over here. Because you start messing with time, everything gets messed up, and then. The power, I'd probably die. I wouldn't be able to hold that by myself. I'm not strong enough. And then, what else is there? Maybe you can use the reality stone to make yourself powerful enough to hold the power stone. Maybe. Um, The mind stone. What would I do with the mind stone? Nothing. I mean, you could do experiments and get Quicksilver's powers. I I guess. And then, I mean, I don't want to murder anybody to get the soul stone, so. Uh. You know, actually, now thinking about it, though, 
the fact that the the reality stone was it no it wasn't reality it was the mind stone never mind i would say the reality stone gave the scholar which her powers and one of her powers in the comic books that she could like literally change reality Alter that would have been that would been really cool if they did that but they didn't do that <laughs> that's true we never know though it might change like this world might be different yeah after everything kind of goes back all right man let's get into these close calls so question number one so we talked about the stones which is good because it'll help us with these questions um so here's here's the here's one of the big ones why doesn't Thanos just Thanos just kill everyone after he gets the power stone? Because arguably the power stone is the most powerful, right? When you get the power stone, you can literally just destroy anything you touched for the most part, right? So like why doesn't he just kill everybody then? Like or just in general, we see Thanos beat the shit out of the Hulk without using a stone at all. So we know that his physical ability is on is greater than that of the Hulk. So why is he even like toying with people? Like, and he has the power stone. Like, so why, why, why does he even take the time to fist fight some people? Like, why doesn't he just take them out instantly? All right. If I had a, if I had to answer this question, the brow I would go with is that he doesn't even see the Avengers or any of these people really as a threat whatsoever. So, I mean, it's just like a workout to him. Like, he knows they're not going to be able to stop him. So, and like, and like I said earlier, he's never really in a moment, well, maybe one, but we'll get into that later, where he ever looked like he was really in trouble. The whole time, he seemed like perfectly in control of the situation. He's going to get, he had the idea, like, I'm going to get this stone, and he did it. Like, he never failed at retrieving the stones when he set out to do it. So the reason he's not killing them is because it's ins- insignificant to them. Okay. What you got? I, I could buy that. I mean, mine is a similar answer, except like, yeah, it, it, it's a workout, right? Like, it's fun because Cor, uh, Ebony Ma literally says, like, let him have his fun when he goes to beat up the Hulk, right? Um, but yeah, I think it just goes back to the fact that he's just a lunatic, right? He just either, actually, you know what? I take that back. Since you've kind of already used that, because I was going to kind of go the same route. He just kind of <laughs> just was doing it because it's it's a workout to him he enjoys the fighting right he enjoys the dance of like like i don't want to just take the stone and just kind of move on like i need it maybe we see him use because we see him use the powers of the stones sporadically and not even always for a good reason like we see him use the stones to like rip um nebula apart when it's like you could have done that with your bare hands. Like, why are you using it for that yeah. purpose, right? And I think it's cool, too, how sometimes he combines powers of, like, only two of the stones. Because, like, you see with that one, he uses the space and, I think, the power stone to, like, start to tear her apart. He doesn't use every stone, so that's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, once he gets the power stone, though, arguably he's he's unstoppable at that point. Maybe he doesn't do it because he knows that he'll need the full power of all the stones in order to do what he wants to do. And he maybe he believes that if he uses the stones too much before then, maybe he won't be able to do that anymore. Maybe he thinks that there's a that there's a limit to like their power. Right. 
and that if he uses it too much, then he won't be able to do something on a grander scale as destroy half the universe. I can get behind that's, that. That's the only thing I could think of, because, aside from the fact that like he just likes to fight, right? He yeah. just enjoys it. <clears throat> because, yeah, once he gets the Power Stone, like we see him destroy the ship, right? And it's just like, well, you have the Power Stone now. Like, really, if you wanted to, you could just destroy everybody. Like, we see you beat the shit out of the Hulk. Like, there's no reason Iron Man should have been able to last against you as long as he did. And he even says it. Like, he hits him once, and he's like, <laughs> all that for just a drop of blood. And it's right. like... You literally just put all your effort into a small nick on my face, and I haven't even begun. So we know he's not going to lose that fight, but it's like, why doesn't he just kill Iron Man instantly? Or they could just be genuinely like outsmarting him for a short period of time where he's just like, he doesn't really know what's coming next. He's just, it's just rolling with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. All right. Well, that's a, that's a close call there. All right. So the second one is... And I just got this one recently from from a friend of mine um, who had a real problem with this movie. He 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 actually said he felt like it was the worst Marvel movie so far, just because he I don't know. He had, a real had him on the episode. Yeah, he had a real problem with this movie. He he recently brought up to me. He said, "So you know when Bruce Banner is sent back to Earth, he tells Tony Stark that." Thanos now has two of the stones, so he's already the most powerful being in the universe by just having two stones. We know that the Avengers have two stones on Earth. They have the Time Stone and they have the Mind Stone. Vision is arguably the strongest being on Earth at that time, right? Why didn't they just give Vision a second stone and then they could just went two on two? Two stones on two stones. See, I don't... <laughs> So let's. Uh, I get the point, right? But yeah. I think for that to answer that question, you would have to assume that each stone is equally as powerful yeah. as the next, I and think, I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. So Vision has the Mind Stone, and he would have the Time Stone. Yeah. Versus Thanos, who would have the Space Stone and the Power Stone. So the Mind Stone, besides controlling people's minds, it can shoot a beam, right? Most of them can shoot, but the Power Stone can also shoot a beam. And then the time stone, he literally has the ability to control time. Thanos has the ability to control space, and he has the power stone. So uh, the the space stone doesn't do much. Like He can move quickly, probably, if he really wanted. We never see him do this, but he could probably shift yeah. real quickly throughout space, right? Um, like, he can open portals. But, you know, he has the power stone. So, I yeah, I don't, I don't know. Do you... With, if it was just like if it was just two human beings that like say they were on the same power level, right? Like physically without the stones, they're on the same power level, and you gave one person the power in the space stone and one person the time and the mind stone, who do you think will win that fight? Power and space. Power and space. I can see that. But then and then uh, to your point, that's that's the other side of it, is you also can't assume that Thanos and Vision without stones are on the same Physical level. Physical level. Yeah, physical power level. I get you. So adding the stone just kind of changes things in yeah. general. So I don't, I think the reason that wasn't even like an option that was in anybody's minds was it was already understood that Thanos was crazy powerful 
And even without the stones, he would be hard to stop. Yeah. So instead of trying to go toe to toe with them, which is what I was talking about with the fight scenes that I kind of wanted to see them, just trying to fight to take them down, not fight to keep things away. But besides that, that's probably the reason they didn't do that is because it was understood that they cannot go toe to toe with them. So instead, we're going to play keep away. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, that's a good point. I, I think, yeah, I don't really have anything to combat that, man. I mean, Vision is strong, but the whole thing with Vision in this movie is that from the very beginning, he's caught off guard. Vision thought that nothing could physically penetrate him, and then he gets stabbed through the chest. And he's he's like, he has to deal with that wound the entire movie. So it's like, if one of Thanos's subordinates was able to do that, we couldn't imagine what Thanos could do right. to Vision. And I mean, we even see him. Like, we see him literally, like, smash, like, he crushes Vision's head, basically, with two fingers and rips the stone out of his skull. Like, so, yeah, you're right. It, it wouldn't be on the same power level. Cool. Um, how does Thanos know who Tony Stark is. Because when they're battling, he goes, Stark. Heard of you. Huh? He does the whole I've heard of you thing. Yeah, he goes, Stark. And he's like, you you know me? And he's like, yeah, I'm, you're not the only one cursed with knowledge. How do you think Thanos knows Tony Stark? I don't really have a theory for this. No? I mean, you can argue that if you did research on Earth, that Tony Stark would be one of the names that come up. Yeah. I think maybe I'd imagine. So, at his core, at his core, Thanos is a warlord, right? That's his whole thing. He's a general. He's a commander. He he rules armies. He he enslaves other races, and he commands the army of that race. The Ch- the Ch- Chidari, Chidari, Ch- Chitari, 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 and then he has once the Chitari's gone. He has that space dog race or whatever. Right. So clearly he, 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 he's, a, he's a ruler. He's a warlord. He's the mad titan. You could argue that when Tony Stark nukes his entire army in space, that Thanos would take notice. He'd be like, okay, who the fuck? That's a good point. So I didn't even think about that. One person who took out my whole army. Right? <laughs> like the earth was supposed to be mine loki failed okay whatever he didn't accomplish his goal i'm down two stones now who the fuck took out my army what happened so i maybe that's why either that or you could say because thanos seems like he has some kind of uh like psychic ish abilities right where he can kind of envision stuff he has a uh, yeah he can like envision things that are things to come Right. And you could say that either the same way Tony Stark picked up a stone and then he envisioned what could happen. Right. Because in that vision, he was imagining Thanos. You could argue that when Thanos picked up a stone for the first time, even though it was a space stone, it could have had like it could have unleashed those memories of Iron Man flying through the hole, the space stone. Portal, right. And then dropping that nuke. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. If Doctor Strange... So if Doctor Strange knew what was going to happen, right? Because we see him do the whole thing where he, like, 
14 million something scenarios and they only win one of them. If you knew what I, was going to happen. I want everybody to know that you just acted it out even though they can't see it. <laughs> I did do it. If you knew what was going to happen, and we were going to talk about this earlier, why didn't he stop Star-Lord? That's what, and I know people were probably like wondering why we didn't talk about that in the initial review of this movie. That's why we were saving it for this point because it's a, it's a big thing. So why, why didn't he stop Star-Lord? Okay, this is my thing with he went and he saw one option where they would win. And so if he saw one option where they were going to win, and I think that meant like the overall war, not this battle that they're currently in, then he saw he probably had to lose this. And he probably saw that he had to give up the stone. Um... That being said, and like I said, it's been a minute since I've saw this. So the order of the events, yeah, never mind. So he sees it before Thanos even shows up, right? right. He's looking. Okay. Yeah, like as soon as they get there, as soon as um, the Guardians and the space team basically realize, like, okay, we're on the same side. We're both trying to stop Thanos. Doctor Strange, like, as they're trying to come up with a plan, Doctor Strange is, like, doing this space thing. Yeah, he's looking. time thing, and he's, like trying to figure out probably if the plans they're coming up with are good plans and if they're going to work. Right. So I guarantee you that Dr. Strange saw that like they were going to fail now. He saw that he was going to willingly give up the stone to him. Um, and he probably saw that he was going to, you know, get turned into ash. But when that's all said and done, he probably saw that whatever is going to happen in this next Avengers movie is going to happen. And that you know they're gonna you know save the day. Now that being said, can I talk about the stupid moment? Yeah. What the fuck, Star Lord? No, I was so like, upset with that scene. Yeah. That later on, I went to go see the new Jurassic World movie, yeah, and I sat there, <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck you, Chris Pat." <laughs> Unreal. What is wrong? He literally needed to wait another 30, 30 seconds. seconds. Yeah. Like, once we get the stone off of him, you could punch him all the yeah, fuck Yeah, you, you go want crazy. To. Yeah. We that's, could literally stop him. Like, that's honestly, that's my biggest complaint about this movie was that one scene and how stupid Star Lord was in this moment. Yeah. Nice. Have, you, uh, yeah. have you ever watched those, like, how the movie should have ended, like, on YouTube? Yeah, absolutely. I have you seen the one for this channel. one? Uh, yeah, I have, but I don't... I, and, uh, Iron Man just, like, shoots Star-Lord in that yeah. scene. Stop it. <laughs> Why didn't he do that? They should have. They should have, like, did something to him. And I'm trying to remember where every character was. Let's, let's, let's lay out this scene. Yeah, I'll lay it out. Right. So we got Thanos. Right. On one arm, we got Spider-Man and Captain America. Spider-Man Not Captain America, Spider-Man and Iron Man. Correct. Trying to pull the gauntlet trying off. Trying to pull the gauntlet off. In front of him, we've got Star-Lord. Correct. With his gun out, just like questioning him, not really helping at all. No, he's not doing shit. And then on the other side, it's Doctor Strange. With it, yeah, he has he has one of the lasso things around Thanos' right. arm, and he's holding it down. And then on top is Mantis. Mantis putting them under like a mind control, because you know she has the empath ability, but she also has the ability to influence people's minds. So just like she did with Ego, she was trying to, I guess, put him to sleep or at least. Put him in a uh, a state where he doesn't, he can't fight back, right? Right. And then we got Drax on his leg, holding him. All right. Now, 
in the comic book, and I'm pretty sure in the MCU, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Thanos killed Drax's family. Yes. So you mean to tell me that Drax was not even that intelligent and probably one of my least favorite characters just is able to keep it together and hold his legs, but fucking Star-Lord can't keep it together for 30 seconds? Because, you know, and it's funny, too, that you say that, because in that moment, there's a moment in the comic books where Drax literally rips out Thanos' heart with his bare hands. He punches him through the chest, and he comes out on the other side with his heart in his hand, right? And he finally kills Thanos, because that's his whole purpose for living. Right. If there was going to be any moment in the movie where he was going to attempt to do that, it would have been that moment. <laughs> but instead, we see him holding his leg down, and we see Star-Lord... So Star-Lord and Nebula were both doing nothing. And Nebula is the one that told him, like, he went to Valmir with Gamora. He came back with the Soul Stone. Gamora didn't. What do you think happened? And then that's when uh, Thanos kind of, like, says it like I had to or whatever. And he's like, no, you didn't. And then he starts. God, yeah, that that shit was annoying. Stupid. Fuck. So do you think Doctor Strange didn't stop him because, A, he physically couldn't because he was holding a whole arm by himself or B he he kind of knew that needed to happen I think it's both so do you think that Doctor Strange is just leading them on to make them believe that they're going to win this way so they won't like just give up or do you think it's a plot to like make Thanos realize that like you know because Thanos is not an idiot, right? I, I I fully believe that if Thanos showed up and they just gave up and gave him what he wanted, Thanos might have deduced like, why was this so easy? Like, what what's the play here? You know what I mean? He might have strategized that. He might not have fully figured out, but he might have thought like, this this is probably not how this should go. They should probably want to fight. Like what? Like. That I guess that was my biggest thing. Like, why did Doctor Strange let them go through all of that if he knew ultimately that they were gonna fail at that moment? Is it literally because they had to? And I if think they did have to, why did he let them fight as hard as they did? Why did Iron Man almost die? I, th- I think it was more like for the outcome that he saw to happen, there were certain steps that had to happen no matter what. Yeah, that's a good point. So I feel like he had to let that play, even knowing, because he probably saw that scenario of like anything else happening and they wouldn't win. Mm. So this had to happen for them to ultimately win. So beat by beat, it had to play out that way. You couldn't couldn't change anything. Everything needs to go perfectly. They do stress that in, uh, in his movie, like you change the smallest thing and... It can alter everything. I mean, that's that's a general rule of time travel. Yeah. Like, who at this point doesn't know that the smallest thing effect can have a huge impact on the past or the future, or whatever. But yeah, that's time travel etiquette right there. That's, yeah, that's time travel one on one. Who doesn't know that? <laughs> All right, man. I think we got that one. All right, what's the next one here? Okay. Um, <laughs> and this is the one. I think this is probably the one I hear the most of. And I, I guess I get it. In an earlier scene when they're fighting in New York, we see them using the portals. We see Wong and Doctor Strange using the, the portals, right? They're slingerings to create the portals. There's a point where he sends the big one through a portal. He tries to jump out of it. Wong closes it around his arm and literally cuts his arm off. 
why didn't they just cut off Thanos' arm with the gauntlet on it while they were doing, while they had him pinned down? This is a really good point. And my my arguments for this are going to be complete bull. <laughs> but I'll, I'll give it a go. All right. One, I'm going to say that it was probably... Because it might be harder to do than it was seemed the True. first time, right? That might not be like something that Doctor Strange can just easily create a portal right in the right spot and then cut it off and really nail it. Right. Now, I say that... I mean, technically, he could have created a portal, any part of his body, and cut it off. I mean, he could have done down the center and killed him. Yeah, he could have cut his head off. Um, yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, really, anywhere. Yeah. Get a, you know, a quarter of his body. Like, it would have been effective no matter what. True. So, the other part is, is he did go and see the future. This ties it back to what we just said. So maybe he's saw that outcome and still somehow they lost with that happening how i don't know he cut the man's off how is he going to use a gauntlet he doesn't go find that right-handed one over in asgard that's yeah. been destroyed like I don't... all right so my my argument for this is a little different from yours i see where you're going i honestly just think that thanos is too strong for it I think he's just too powerful, either physically too powerful where like a portal like like the portal just like Dr. Strange would a have a hard time closing on any part of his body because he's just physically that strong. Like we see Iron Man kick him with probably the force of an elephant (laughs) and he just slightly cuts him. Right. Um, so maybe he's just physically too strong or maybe the fact that he has the space stone kind of uh, like, I guess, negates that, like combats it. Right. Because Dr. Strange is only creating those portals with his sling ring, with like literally his sorcery. The, the space stone is an infinity stone. It has, you know, the power for that. So maybe the fact that the space stone is on him, it kind of just negates like. Yeah, portals don't work on me, pimping, because I got the space. <laughs> I don't know. This was a tough one because you're right. It is. It, it's a it tough is one. like why? Why the fuck didn't they just do that? <laughs> like they kind of they kind of screw themselves by showing us that that is possible and then not doing it later. Also, you could say Doctor Strange did have a whole arm by himself. It's not like he could have easily like in order to do it, he would have had to let go of Thanos's arm. Yeah. It could be argued that he's the only one, the only other one who was strong enough to physically restrain him like that because Star-Lord couldn't do it and Nebula couldn't do it. So all the most powerful people are holding him down. Doctor Strange is holding him down with a, with the lasso around one arm. Drax is holding his leg and Spider-Man and Iron Man are trying to pull a gauntlet off of his hand. And Nebula, I mean, not Nebula, uh, Mantis is on his head, but Mantis isn't physically doing anything. She's just using her empathic powers to like put him to sleep or whatever so i don't know you could say that he he just had his hands full it just just wasn't working <laughs> and it's not like it would have been that easy to just like oh let me just make this portal snap like thanos probably would have saw that coming and be like just moved his arm you know what i mean so like oh whoa hey hey hold, <laughs> hold on buddy <laughs> watch out now um yeah so i don't know but i hear that argument a lot it's a good point i i gotta give it to him it is a good point but I'm sure there's something. 
There's something that stopped that from happening. Yeah. Besides the fact of it just would have been too convenient for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So here's another big one that I hear a lot. It, and it has to do with Thanos' motivations, right? He wants the stone so that he can destroy half the population because there's not enough resources. Why didn't he just do the opposite and just double the resources? Too convenient. Too con- <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not an interesting movie at all. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, I mean, if I had to give a stab at it, I think kind of to what your point earlier about him not using the Infinity Stones to you know, kill everybody and having to reserve the power. Maybe the Infinity Stones, as powerful as they are, they can't double resources. Maybe they can't. And to the point of the Reality Stone having its limits, maybe creating something it takes way more power than taking something away. Okay. That's a good point you made off of my point earlier that I yeah. had no idea I was going <laughs> to say. Because <laughs> that's not the argument I had thought of originally for this. What I was originally thinking was maybe Thanos just doesn't realize that he can create just as much as he can destroy with the gauntlet, right? Maybe he only sees it as a tool of destruction and not a tool of creation. Goes back to him being a lunatic. A fucking lunatic, yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe he only thinks like these, they're, they're put in place to destroy. Because I mean, the way he has to get the stones, including like the soul stone, where he literally has to kill someone he loves in order to get it, like that would further his his mindset of these stones were created for destruction they've only ever been used for destruction no one's ever used them in a positive way they've only been used as means as a weapon to destroy so maybe that's all he sees them as as weapons to destroy so he doesn't maybe he doesn't realize it or he it doesn't even cross his mind that like maybe i could double the resources because a the combination of he only thinks they can destroy and he's a fucking idiot or a lunatic that, yeah, this is the only option I have. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. But I think it's pretty solid. Yeah, I like it. So take that, people. <laughs> All right, last one here. I think we'll be done. Um, so Thanos does all of this, and he, he says that it was his job to do it. He feels like it was his job to do it. Why? Why why does he why is it Thanos' job? Fucking lunatic. <laughs> Man just crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Um I mean he has that one line where he says like, you know, it, he realized it a long time ago that that's the way it has to be and that it takes someone of strong will to do something like that and he's the one who has the wheel strong enough to do it so yeah I mean he just has this crazy like feeling of self entitlement and like power yeah I agree I think that's that's exactly what it is it's kind of like one of those things I feel like he has that idea like if you want a job done right do it yourself like like he's the person that can do it he's the one that had the idea he's the one that knows he's willing to go that far to do what he thinks needs to be done. Yeah. That's fair. That's it then. That's it? Yeah. That's, all right, that man. That's, that was all right. Time Woo! to time to take off our cowls, hang up our capes. Yep, yep. Another job well done. Boom. Killing it. All right, Sean, uh, let them know where they can reach us. They can reach us at Close Calls Pod on Gmail, on Facebook, on Twitter. You know, write us a letter. Not really. 
<laughs> send us an email. Send us an email. Tweet at us with the Twitters. <laughs> um, yeah, man, just let us know what you thought about the movie. I know it's late, but you know you can let us know what you thought. Let us know if you have any arguments for for our close calls for this. It's been out long enough where people had time to really think about it and. There's so many like breakdowns and analyzations of it. Maybe somebody has a better idea than what we had because we kind of just came up with these arguments on the spot here a little bit. So let us know what you think. Uh, contact us with any questions or anything. But yeah, I think that'll do it for this episode. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.